Our parents have some freaking good life experience. They've been through a lot. Yeah. If your parents do not have an estate plan, uh, this is something your mom would appreciate. Long-term care. This is something you got to be thinking about for your parents. Mm. Okay, think about this for mom, dad, too. You've got to bring up Social Security with mom. Welcome, everyone, to the Main Street Business Podcast. This is Matt Sorensen, joined by my amazing co-host, Mark J. Kohler. Let me be the first to say happy Mother's Day to all of you mothers that are listening to the show today. We love you. We support you. Hope you have a great Mother's Day or had a great one if it's already passed. Yeah. And uh, let me be the first one to say, call your mother, order (laughs) flowers, be on top of this. And if it's after Mother's Day, shame on you. So I'll be the first one to say that. (laughs) You missed the boat, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You're screwed. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So, well, today we're going to be talking about mom today. We're going to go over some tax and legal strategies for mom. You might be like, what are these guys going to talk about? This doesn't just apply to mom but it really is applicable to moms. I just want to say that if you're like, eh, mom, hey, there's some cool strategies in here for everybody. Oh, it's a win-win because we want you uh, building wealth. Obviously, you're our number one uh, avatar, you, the listener here of Main Street Business Podcast. We want to see you succeed, build wealth, live your dream. Well, guess what? There's some cool synergistic strategies to work out with mom and dad or whatever, but we're focusing on mom. Yeah, you know, mom, I mean, moms, moms are special. Yeah, it's May. Come on, we're talking yeah. about moms. Yeah. So uh, let's get into it. You want to go with the first one? Yeah. And then we'll just kind of, well, unpack each one of these. Yeah. And a little joint commentary. Let's start with the first one. Who do you go to for advice? Ever since you were a teenager, you know, and you're making all these dumb decisions. My barber. Your barber. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, I thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a little shout out to Bradley Ray Cup in Cedar City, Utah. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> You've been to Bradley? Yeah. He's, he's great. Really, I love, you know, uh, was, okay. we're going on a tangent yeah. here, but my hairstylist, uh, we talk biz, you know, yeah. I'm giving yeah. tax tips. They're small okay. business Gosh. owners. You okay. threw me off with that question. Right. Okay. You were going but with mom, mom, I think. Okay. okay. All right. Your mom, you've been getting advice for her from year for years, ever since you're a little, little kid, little kindergartner. Yeah. Sometimes you didn't school. want it. Yeah. But you know, you needed it. And you know what? Mom knows. <laughs> Why not make it official and put her on your board of your corporation, your board of directors, or your board of advisors for your LLC? Let's make it official. You seek out her advice. There might be some tax perks to that too. Oh, we're going to get into those perks. And let's stay with this for unpack it. Now, in our law firm for years, our lawyers, whenever they're doing the intake with a client on a new entity, LLC or corporation, we ask them, who's going to be on your board? And they'll go, I didn't know you could have a board with an LLC. Yeah call it board of advisors. It's in our operating agreements, the minutes. We've designed this where they don't have ownership or control, but give advice and give That's the purpose of a board. And so you can use that same concept in an LLC if it's documented properly. We don't charge any extra for it. It's a part of our program. This is why some of you need to use a (laughs) well-designed LLC with a real lawyer to get that set up. But with that board, um, member service, there's a lot of perks and it's, it's simple to do in the setup of the LLC or corp, or you can always add them later. Yeah. And a lot of times people are, we're like adding your spouse on the board of advisors, or maybe even some kids, particularly if you got adult kids who you want to get involved in the family business, but let's not leave out mom. Let's add in mom. Why do we want to add in mom? We might want to travel for Mother's Day. Mm. We may want to have a meeting while we're, we're with I, her. That's a great idea. Hey, Mom, how are you doing? By the way, yeah, accounts receivable collections are down to 32 days per month. Just want to let you know. Yeah. And whatever. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> wherever Mom's you know advice can come in. And, uh, and I think that – but we got to make it official. You really do – start talking to your business about your mom. You probably are already. Yeah. The stresses of it, the challenges, your goals. I mean, that advice is – 
um, benefits you as you're growing and building your business. Yeah. And let's hit those tax. And I do want to finish on a touchy feely note with this point, but let's talk tax strategies. Whenever you travel to go visit mom, that's going to be a documented board meeting, airfare, Uber, hotel, Airbnb, because you're certainly not going to stay with mom. Why ruin a good trip? And you're going to, you may be paying for some things for mom, maybe yeah. your cell We don't phone. want to impose on her. We don't yeah. want to impose. Mom, that's okay. We don't need your lasagna that's, <laughs> you know, whatever. Okay. But anyway, you're going to be talking the travel write-off and when you take your mom out to dinner, you know, I you're going to be yeah. going out to... A buffet for sure. I like Golden <laughs> Corral. Sure. Mom loves Golden Corral. Yeah. So we're gonna- and even though you're getting a tax deduction, it still makes sense to get the early bird special. <laughs> it does. It does. You always grab the early bird. It's a good economic decision. But you're going to be writing all this off because your mom is truly, and this is legitimate, a part of your business. And it's easy to document. Our paralegals, uh, paralegals can add this to your already well-established LLC that may just hold rental property. But mm-hmm. you're going to say, hey, mom, I was thinking of buying a rental property here, there, wherever. And so travel, dining are the two easy ones. But you may be helping support mom. Yeah. Now you can take a tax deduction in your bracket and push that income to her bracket. And the more you talk to her, the more you document it, the better. I love that. That was a great little strategy there because it leads into the next one. Paying mom which I love just getting a deduction on yours where you might be in a 30% tax bracket. Mom might be down retired, living on social security at this point Mm -hmm. in a very low tax bracket. We just shifted some income into a lower tax bracket. But also what mom can do is she can have a Roth IRA. There's no no age restriction on Roth IRAs. Why would you want mom to have a Roth IRA, Matthew Sorensen? Well, one, I'd love Roth IRAs in general. It's a tax-free account, right? We're not chasing a tax deduction. Mom doesn't need tax deductions. She's likely in a lower tax bracket. But we've got this account that grows and comes out tax-free. Now, if mom is over 59, sorry, mom's over 50, we're assuming that's the case, right? Mm -hmm, We can throw mm -hmm. 7,500 bucks in a year. That's the contribution, annual contribution amount. You can invest that. You can self-direct that, of course. Many of you listeners know that. You don't just buy stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. You can make cool investments. But what's the real reason why? Who's going to be the beneficiary? Guys, mom's going to die one day. I just didn't want to have to say it. You didn't want to say that. I I didn't say that. I was leaving it for you. It's like, uh, Okay, so mom's going to. Okay, let me follow that through. Mom dies one day. Guess who's going to be the beneficiary on that account? (laughs) You, you. All right. Boy, now, why I is that cool, though? Man, I can't believe you said that. That is so terrible. No, I, 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 that wasn't my idea. Your mom won't be with you forever, guys. <laughs> you, you won't have her forever. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. So, Happy I am, Mother's Day. I know. Happy Mother's Day. I know. She'll be like, <laughs> she's like, why am I signing this? Little Johnny or Susan. Oh, mom, it's okay. Sign here. I'm the beneficiary. Um, no, I'm I'm full, fully on board with the strategy. This is not Matt's evil strategy. Um, <laughs> this is your strategy. I mean, it really is. It really is. I'm going to own it. I'm going to own it. Okay, so here's, so let's circling back here. Mom's serving on the board. You're paying mom now who can open up a Roth IRA because she has earned income because you're going to send her a 1099 for working in the business. And this is going to be phenomenal for her to fund a Roth IRA, of which you can help her open that account. Go to directedira.com and make yourself the beneficiary. I would probably get something in writing from your siblings that, hey, I'm going to help mom fund a Roth that ultimately I'm going to be the beneficiary of. I'm going to actually be putting in the money for mom, paying her for serving on my board. Mm -hmm. Please sign here that when she dies, that's my money, not yours. 
Or even just have mom, if mom has a will or a trust, we're going to come back to that here in a moment though. Just have her add a little amendment to it and just say, hey, I have this retirement account here. You know, Johnny's the beneficiary. Help me set it up. And and that, that piece is specifically going to this kid. Yep. I love it. Now, I wanted to circle back again to the touchy-feely part. Moms love to talk to their kids. They really do. The older I get, the more I realize that that connection between me and my children, and they're all now over age 20, and yeah. I get phone calls that are really special sometimes, and your mom would be flattered. She is going to just be so honored if you say, hey, mom, I'd really like your advice once in a while. You don't have to take it, <laughs> but to say, hey, mom, I'd like your advice on some of your life experience. And you know what? Our parents have some freaking good life experience. They've been through a lot. Yeah. And Quit I'll, being so cocky. And I'll say this, and they know you. They know you better than most people. And so they're going to know what you're good at, where your weaknesses are. And, they're and not going to hold back. Yeah. They, they can speak frankly to you, you know. Um, and so sometimes that type of advice is what you need as you're trying to grow and, you know, manage your business and entrepreneurship and all that and all the things that go along with that. I love it. Okay. So strategy one, put them on the board. Um, get with one of our paralegals at KKOS Lawyers. Uh, Roth IRA, great idea. Mom may already be funding one and has her own retirement plan or strategy. That's cool. If not, the Roth could be a nice fit for you to fund. Think of it like your second Roth and it'll come out 10 years tax-free upon mom's death. You don't even have to wait till you're 59 and a half. An inherited Roth is the creme de la creme. Yeah. Freaking amazing. Mark calls it a tax-free ATM, right? So once... Mom passes away. Okay. <laughs> Why do I always have to pick it up from here? <laughs> okay. No, you're, you're, you inherit this You're walking account. right into these. <laughs> you led me right to it. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> now you inherit the Roth. Let's say you're 40, 50. You can't, uh, your own Roth, you can't touch it yet. Okay. But this Roth, you can pull money out whenever you want. Keep it invested if you want. You get a 10-year window here, but you can pull it out if you want without any tax or penalty, even if you have huge investment gains in it. And so that's kind of a cool strategy, a little unique one. You got to know how to kind of move these little pieces here. But some of our really sophisticated clients are the ones that really are chasing tax-free income, not 59 and a half yet because they can't do it themselves. We've actually seen clients over the years execute this strategy. I love it. All right. Now, number three, uh, mom's home. Uh, Mom may be on limited budget, um, fixed income. Mom may be rolling in dough, who knows? But a strategy that is often employed is for the child or children to buy the house from mom. And when you mom sells her home, typically she's already lived in it for at least two years out of the last five. So she's going to have the sale of home exemption and rarely pay tax on the sale of the home. And if she does, it's going to be in a capital gains rate that could be zero to 15 or it could be incredible. So you want to run the numbers, but if mom sells the home, generally going to be tax-free. Now you're the owner of that home and she rents it from you. Now you might gift her the rent. So you're going to claim the rent as if, even if it was a gift to mom, it falls under your schedule E and you've got another rental property for travel deductions to visit. And those pass-through losses could help you out in other areas of your tax return. Vice versa, mom now has an asset off her books. So if mom is going to go look for certain types of Medicaid or elder law type planning and want to get into Mm -hmm. some uh, additional state or federal resources, 
she's going to, this asset's going to be gone. Now there is a pay down period yeah, and clawbacks and yeah. clawbacks and all these things you need to study. So the, so the sooner you do this, the better, but if you want to get the house off of mom's books, it's easy to do. Yeah. And now you've got an extra rental property and you can work that out with your siblings on how that's going to look down the road. Yeah. Now this is a strategy you really want to get good tax advice on because there's sometimes this one wins, sometimes it loses. And so it's not a one size fits all strategy. Let me give a couple cons where you may not want to do this actually, but Mark gave a great reasons why you would. Um, here's a reason why you may not want to do it. Let's say mom lives in California, bought this house for 500 grand and now it's worth 2 million. You know, mm. this is a three bed, two bath in LA. Okay. It's not very, yeah. okay. Yep. Um, all right, that sale of home exemption is not going to go very far. Let's say that mom is 80 and you don't think she's going to, you know, she's kind of getting up in that years. Mm-hmm. Um, you may want to wait, wait until she passes because you can get what's called step up in basis. So remember, when you inherit property, you get what's called a step up in basis, meaning you inherit it at the value that on the date of death when they passed away. That means I can sell it next day and have no capital gain tax at all, even though that gain could have been 1.5 million mm-hmm. in that example. Now, like Mark said, if it's, you know, we're talking 250 from mom single, half a million married, we don't even worry about that because we got sell of home exemption. Yes. But so think about that. That could be a, a little consideration too, is that step up in basis if there's a large gain in there. Um, uh, and, and it can be tricky too, because yeah. dad could have passed away a few years ago and mom would have got a step up in basis on half of the yeah. property at the date of dad's death. And Great so point. now you're doing some yeah. math to figure out what is mom's basis yeah. in this house. And it may fall squarely in the sale of home exemption. Maybe not. Yeah. So I just, Matt's right on. I love it. The great, great The point. other two considerations, and you mentioned this was um, long-term care. This is something you got to be thinking about for your parents. Mm-hmm. Okay. Think about this for mom, dad too. But, um, you know, that can be a tremendous cost. And there are Medicare, Medicaid, should say, uh, programs where that can get some of that can get subsidized. But if mom has assets, then you ain't getting that subsidized. Okay, Mm -hmm. you're paying for that until you bleed all those assets out. Well, the sooner you can get those off of mom, like you said, off off her books, so to speak, um, the better. But there is a little clawback. Sometimes three to five years, you got it's not going to help you tomorrow if mom's got to go on the long term care. I don't want to give you that false impression. Yeah. Now, this opens up issue number four that is, again, a gift you can give yourself and your mom, (laughs) is there might be some siblings in the mix while you're doing some of this planning, and they're not as supportive, as helpful, as proactive as you are. That's oftentimes the case. We get so many calls from sons and daughters that are trying to do planning for their parents, and their other siblings are actually creating roadblocks. And so the next strategy here that you need to talk about with your mom, and it could be a wonderful Mother's Day gift, is say, Mom, I'm going to get your estate plan done. I'm going to pay for it. Let's get the trust, the will, the whole package. It's on me. And we're doing an estate planning special coming up soon. Mm -hmm. And we have a little uh, 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 path to get it done quickly and affordably. We do them in almost 45 40 to 45 states in the country, you can call and say, hey, are we working here? Some states are just such a pain in the rear, it's better to work with local counsel. But our attorneys are helping clients all over the country do an estate plan. You say, mom, we can get on the phone together. We'll do Zoom. We're going to get this estate plan mailed over to you, sign here, done, boom. Well, that can be coordinating the house issue. It can be coordinating the Roth issue. And so now you're making sure that everything mom has or doesn't have is going in the right places uh, upon her passing. Mm-hmm. So love that. Um, that is the gift that keeps on giving, mm. you know, as uncle Eddie said. So, yeah. um, 
<laughs> but this is something that I think do this for yourself and for your siblings. Um, if your parents do not have an estate plan, uh, this is something your mom would appreciate, I think. And it kind of pushed them over the, you know, to get it done. Hey, I've thought about this for you. I care about you. I want you to get this done and taken care of. Even if they don't have a large estate, if they own their home or got some life insurance or, I mean, even just powers of attorney for medical stuff. I mean, your mom, your parents too, let's include dad here too, but like they could be in a situation where you're going to need to use these medical powers of attorney, where you're going to need a living will. They could be in a situation where you have to pull the plug, so to speak. This happens every day, guys, you know? And so do you have that directive that they've already put their wish on what they want? Or do you got to make the call now and you don't know? Oh, it's brutal. Save yourself the heartache of all these decisions by getting a state plan done. You know, and I think this is a great time for a quick commercial break in our show where we both give a shout out to our moms. <laughs> yes. You know, when you did this show about, oh my gosh, it's probably eight years ago, yeah. maybe 10 years ago. And we had both of our moms on the show yeah. and that was fun, my, yeah. we were like, this, this is the best advice ever. Yeah. Well, and, how did I say it? I said, mom, give me the, what was the best advice you ever gave me or whatever? And she yeah. was like, oh, you know, and she was doing her thing. Your mom was adorable. Yeah. Um, so anyway, fun. I love my mom. Yeah. She's same. happy mother's day. Happy mom. mother's day. She mom. does listen to the show. My mom. Oh, so, that's good. Yeah, every once in a while. Yeah, my she mom, says Mark's funny. So my mom's in a. <laughs> we we do have to joke about it, but uh, to keep it to keep it um, where you can process all this. So my mom's in a home now, and she's uh, in a dementia Alzheimer's unit, and so uh, she loves to listen to my show over and over again. She never. Uh, <laughs> We joke about that, you know. Oh, is this a new show for the? Yeah. I don't want to laugh. Do I be laughing? I know, I know. But no, we we try to keep it light. And I call, I talk to my mom every week, and just love her to death. But um, she gets to hear my jokes over and again. Yeah. They're fresh for her. She loves. It. I remember so. your mom's advice because when she gave the advice and and she kind of talked about Mark as a kid, which was awesome, of course, <laughs> but. She, miserable. She, the things that she talked about when he was a little kid, he still does today. Which was making his list, like oh, before. Yeah, before oh. Mark could go play as a kid, <laughs> yeah. he had to get his list on, and she would make him do a list. He got to do this and this and this, and then he could go play. Yeah, and oh. I'm telling you, Mark does that still today. But I don't know if it's up before he can go play, but you know, yeah. he's got his stuff. He's got to get done, and he works that list. Like, oh, it's fun, and we do it. Yeah, we have great board meetings ourselves because mm-hmm. Matt's a list guy too. It's mm-hmm. good. Okay, which brings us to number five. Ooh, let me, on the estate plan thing, I was going to say one other thing that I think is important that kind of relates to this getting an estate plan done is making sure your your mom's beneficiary designations Mm. are updated, okay? Guys, your mom needs the help with this stuff. And the moms out there listening, you know, our little older audience, we do have a little, you know, think about this yourself. You might have done that life insurance policy 20 years ago. You set up your bank accounts 30 years ago. Do you even remember who's on this thing? Mm-hmm. Have you been divorced and remarried? Did, um, is dad still on there? Is, 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 yeah, is dad gone? gone? Yeah. yeah, all these things that may have changed in life. Is one of the kids out of your life now? And you know, Oh, I've got a good tip here. Make sure these beneficiary designations are up to date. Your retirement account beneficiary designations. Guys, these control over what you put in your will or your trust. Yep. So if you were like, well, but I did my will... Five years ago, and I got everything I want in there. I did my trust, which we want to make sure you're doing a trust, by the way. But if you didn't change your beneficiary des- designations, that thing doesn't work. You got to update the beneficiary designation to list the trust. Yeah, I'd love you that you brought, you brought this up because here's the thing. I mean, I've been there, done that. My dad's passed away, and we've got mom where she's at now. It's been, 
you know, the older you get, you have to deal with these life experiences. It's uncomfortable mm. calling up your parents and going, can we go through your beneficiary designations? Can we go through your life insurance policy? Can we go through? And they're like, why? What do you, what do you want something from me? You want to take something <laughs> away? And a lot of times they're embarrassed because yeah. they haven't been organized. Um, they're also very protective. They're private. And you also have your siblings again trying to stick yeah. their nose into stuff. Yeah. So here's the here's your gateway drug to this. When you say, hey, mom, I'm going to do your estate plan for you for Mother's Day. Oh, thank you. That'll be great. Guess what? One of the steps in that is, mom, we're going to get organized. Oh, we are? Yes. And it's going to, and it's not you being the bad guy or the bad girl. You're going to come in and go, oh, the attorney needs this and this and this and this. And let's get it all in a binder and mm -hmm. make sure it's in a little fireproof safe. And this is going to help because you know what your mom wants to feel? Secure. She wants to feel secure and yeah. protected. And the estate plan is a great way to sell that. And it's true. Mm -hmm. And But she may not know that. And so it really opens the door to get into these documents because she's normally not going to want to give them. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, good so, point. That that's I like. You got to figure out how to your your wedge into that yeah, conversation. Yeah, the entry that, point. Yeah, you know, there's like, what alternative motives do you have? Your siblings like, yeah. what are you up to? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, mom, let's watch the Notebook, and then we're gonna go. <laughs> that opens the door, you know, because yeah. every you know James Garner's great. Every, yeah, all moms love James Garner. I mean, yeah. he was the guy. You know, yeah, he was awesome. He was that. the Tom Selleck of the '70s. Oh, I yeah. love James Garner. Okay, now, <laughs> okay, number five. This is our, rounds out our list. Yep. This is an important benefit to you as well. And I'll explain why. You've got to bring up social security with mom. Now your mom may have already started to claim social security. Okay. Game over. That's it. Done. But if your mom has not started to claim social security, you want to stop, drop and roll. Make sure that mom has not mm. is not rushing to claim social security on the day she's eligible. The longer you delay the bigger the benefit is and the less the earned income penalties and uh, yeah. additional income penalties. I mean, there are, the government does not want people to go claim social security the minute it's available. So there's all these incentives to, de incentives to delay, which helps you because you may be helping support mom down the road. Mm -hmm. So you want as much social security coming in as possible. So getting engaged in that conversation is so important. Yeah. And I mean, you can take early social security, bad decision. Like you've really got to be desperate to be doing that and, and try to help your mom not get in that situation because once they take it, then their whole future of what they're going to get paid is like, it, they're taking a fraction of what they could otherwise get. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people think about it at 65 because you hit Medicare eligibility at 65, mm -hmm. but full retirement age now has been bumping up a little bit for social security. It's not till 66 and it adjusts, I think to 67 next year. So there might be this little window of time. This is kind of a, it's tricky. When do I take it? Is you get Medicare at 65 and mom could jump on that, but she might need to wait a year or two before she's at full retirement age for um, social security. And like Mark said, if you can delay it longer up to like, let's say 70, it's even better because then your payouts are more. So help mom through that conversation and that thinking mm -hmm. and planning. And the, um, the tax lawyers at our office are skilled and trained on social security planning. It's one of our certified tax advisor topics uh, that all of the accountants that we refer to in our network and our attorneys in our office are all trained on this. And so if you want to set up an hour consult and say, let's just talk about social security. It's a chapter in my book, the financial freedom book, and all of our attorneys can walk you through those, those points, those data driven 
ages and what, where's mom at? And then you, and you can bring up the home and you can bring up mom's retirement accounts. And, oh, by the way, have the paralegals do the Roth. Oh, let's get the estate plan done. Knock it all out in the same um, process. Work with one attorney to get mom taken care of. Yeah. And the links are down below, KKOS lawyers. And, And again, mom will love getting this stuff done. Yeah. And we've been talking about this for your mom, but if you are a mom listening to, this is for you too. Be thinking about all this stuff in your life. Um, and cause a lot of these things are just for you, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, getting the Roth account for you, the retirement, getting your estate plan done. I mean, this is for you. Oh, I love it. In fact, on that note, we have a friend with their, their mom, grandma, uh, for the grandkids, uh, over directed IRA. Mm-hmm. She was going to open up IRA Roth accounts for all the kids. She mm-hmm. had like seven grandkids. She's like, I'm going to open up a Roth account for all the seven grandkids and put a thousand in each one of the Roths. Well, by the time you have account fees and get it transferred, it was just a pain in the rear. And so I remember Matt saying, no, 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 just open one Roth in grandma's name, make seven co-beneficiaries. Yeah. Now grandma's investing that seven grand all in one account more efficiently. And when she passes, they're going to split it seven ways. For 10 years tax free. Oh yeah, that's cool. So I like that one. Yeah, so you can get you so you moms are out there. You don't you don't have to be 80 to get started on some of this fun planning. Get involved with your kids' lives and teach them about taxes. Teach them about the legacy that you're trying to leave. Yeah. So there we go. All right. Well, five, thanks everybody. Five winners. Five winners, things you can think about for your mom, helping her with tax and legal planning that also helps you. Mm-hmm. So It's a gift for you and for mom. Happy Mother's Day. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Main Street Business Podcast.